Amen. Everybody say blessing. Say blessing. So we have to understand blessing. And there is an opposite thing called the. What is it? Curse. We have accepted many things of the curse as normal part of our life. And because we have not really understood what blessing is. We are not able to differentiate between blessing and curse. Okay. So to help you understand blessing, I have to take you to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Can you read Genesis 1 28? I'll read it for you. If you're there, say Amen. Alright, Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Then God, what? Blessed them. them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you. It shall be for food also to every beast. Now you look here. God is not saying I'm going to bless you with all these things. He's saying I'm going to bless you and the blessing will cause you to prosper. Are you with me? I'm going to bless you and this blessing will cause you to walk in authority and dominion. The authority and dominion was not the blessing that I'm giving you. I'm going to give you something that's going to make you operate like me. The blessing of the Lord is something that he gives you. Amen. The blessing is not the car. I receive the car because the blessing is upon my life and I walk in the blessing. Are you catching what I'm saying today? If you catch this blessing, if you catch this revelation, your life will change. Because we have a mentality thinking the car is a blessing, the house is a blessing, the visa is a blessing. Let me tell you, because you are a blessing, Australia will have no choice but to give you a visa. Because you are a blessing. The nation that you step into will be blessed because of you. Because the blessing of the Lord is upon your life. Everybody say, the blessing of the Lord. The overflow is upon your life. It's not the other way around. So we have a bunch of Christians who happen. They're like, oh God bless me. Oh bless me. Do this, do this. See, the reason why people of the old asked for the blessing upon their lives was not because they wanted something. Because they knew that when they received the blessing, everything else will follow. Amen. There was a system that God had set up on earth for man to walk like him. And that was the blessing. And that was what? The blessing. Hallelujah. And God blessed them. And he said, go and now do it. Without the blessing, they couldn't operate in authority. Without the blessing, they couldn't do what God had called them to do. 
It was the blessing of the Lord which was upon them. Everybody say, the blessing upon me. Hallelujah. That blessing that comes upon you, you take it by faith. You walk by faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, in the, in, in the Old Testament, God blessed. When, in, during creation, God blessed Adam and Eve and he said, go and do these things. That was the original plan. But what happened? They walked out of the blessing by choice. When they walked out of the blessing and chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they chose curses, right? What happened when the curse came? Toil, lack of prosperity, poverty, whatever. They put their hands to work with their sweat of the brow and, 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 and their hard work. It was still not producing any, any result. It was not producing anything. They had to work and and, 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 and work and suffer to eat food. Are you with me? They couldn't produce much because the curse was at work. The curse was operating. The ground couldn't produce enough food. And because they couldn't produce enough food, this is my personal, this is my personal take. They had to start eating animals. Okay? Because in the beginning, in the garden, God had given what? The fruit, the trees and everything for, for food. Okay, this is not theology. This is just my personal observation. And I believe because the land couldn't produce much and they couldn't, they looked at the animals and said, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> and I just personally believe. And that's how men started eating flesh of other animals. Okay, and God was like, yeah, the curse is at work, at operations, so it's fine. You know, and then they developed the appetite for meat. All right. So now we love meat. I'm glad they did in a way. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't be having steak today. So the blessing. And eventually what happens now? What happens now is God is now blessing Abraham. Right. After Noah, he blesses Abraham. So the Abrahamic blessing was passed on from generation to generation. Which is why it was such a big deal for Esau to not get the blessing. When Jacob stole the blessing of Esau, it was a huge deal. It was something tangible that Jacob received from his father, Isaac. Amen. So when Esau lost the blessing. The Abrahamic blessing, which was passed on to Isaac, did not come upon Esau. You see, there was a transfer of blessing. When I say Abrahamic blessing, it's because originally it was given to Abraham. Then it was transferred. So before they died, they would call their sons and transfer that blessing of the firstborn. Alright, so to be a firstborn was a big deal. So Jacob takes that firstborn blessing. And when Esau goes to Isaac and he says, Father, don't you have any more blessing for me? 
in today's world they will say yeah i bless him i'll also give you the same blessing i'll bless you what did uh, isaac say i've given it all i don't have anything left to give you what does it mean it means it was something heavy something like a mantle that was upon isaac that isaac released from his spirit he understood it was not mere words but i'm giving something of value to you it was the blessing of god amen and before i go further i want you to get very familiar with the word barak everybody say barak barak or baraka or baraka or the barak is the blessing of god amen when you are, when the bible talks about the blessing of the lord it is the hebrew word barak or baraka everybody say baraka or barak okay so the blessing when the bible says in genesis and the lord blessed them it is the word the lord barak or baraka them amen he literally transferred a barak blessing upon them are you with me everybody say the barak of the lord the baraka of the lord is upon my life amen this is the word i want you to catch this season say barak say i walk in barak i walk in the baraka of the lord so god gave them that are you with me and that was the same barak that abraham walked in amen abraham walked by faith but also the barak or the baraka of the lord was upon was upon abraham and that is the barak he took and he gave it to his son isaac when he died and isaac gave it to jacob when he died and jacob blessed all of his sons with the blessing that god had given them to the 12 sons who later became the 12 tribes of israel and you can check all 12 tribes had a unique barak or baraka upon them amen they had a unique blessing upon them but of course when they go into egypt they forget about it right that is why when they come out of egypt moses in deuteronomy chapter 10 let's go to deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 8 Verse eight, Deuteronomy chapter ten, verse eight. Are you there? All right. Let me read it for you. At the time, the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister to Him, and to barak His name, to bless His name. To this day, therefore, Levi had no portion nor inheritance with this brethren. The Lord is His inheritance, just as the Lord your God promised Him. what does it say so what happens is now now listen to me carefully now god blessed adam and eve right barak them they lost the barak and they walked in curse they have to till and toil and the soil and and work things out and then suddenly what happens people like noah god pulls out blesses them and then noah also didn't work out because he became a drunk 
right opened up his you know nakedness he was he was not faithful and he was not he just became a drunk god couldn't really use him and then finally you now god spots a man named abraham changes his name to abraham makes a covenant with him and god blesses him gives him the barak of him and then abraham passes it on to isaac isaac passes it on to jacob and jacob passes it on to 12 sons israel then god blesses jacob and changes his name to israel and then israel blesses his sons and they all are there but when they go to egypt they forget about the blessing okay then when they come out of egypt moses actually starts to bless each and every tribe you understand you understand because why they forgot the barak or the blessing that each and every tribe walked in slavery caused them to forget about the blessing of the lord which was upon their life many times when we walk in this world we will forget about the barak of god that is upon our life amen are you with me we forget about how good god is the faith and the great and wonderful thing god has done in our life we forget so what moses does when they come out i will show you later from the scripture moses began to declare the blessing of the lord upon each and every tribe of the israelites yes when they were blessed by their father every every son received it but now their children's children had multiplied and became thousands and they had forgotten about the father's blessings so moses blesses each and every tribe and declares a new blessing upon them amen now what happens after moses declares the levitical priesthood is set up okay now it's very important that you listen to it there is a reason why i'm sharing all this so you get to your spirit and you get a clarity about the barak of god amen so now when the people of israel is come out and the blessing of god is declared now god sets up another system of blessing the people okay another system blessing the people because in the patriarchal system the father can bless the son then the first son and the first son and the first son that's it nobody else is getting blessed nobody else is getting the barak of god except the firstborn but when the levitical system comes god says set up a priesthood system that would declare blessing over entire nation i'm not forgetting what i'm saying you see first it was supposed to be upon everyone since they fell it has to be from father to son then they forgot because they became a big nation so now god sets up a levitical system he calls everyone to come and become priests but no not everybody listens only the levites become qualified so god separates the levites and he says you will be priests who will declare the barak of god upon the entire nation you will stand before me and the people and declare blessing upon them and they too shall partake of the barak that you declare upon them amen are you with me okay now which verse are we at that time verse 8 deuteronomy 10 verse 8 at that time the lord separated the tribe of levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the lord now watch this to bear the now the key is here i want you to watch very carefully the revelation is here to bear the ark of the covenant i want you to watch very carefully there to bear the ark of the covenant 
of the Lord to stand before the Lord to minister to him. To stand before the Lord to minister to him. Barak is strongly connected to the ark of the Lord and to minister before him. Because to Baraka means to adore him, to praise him. It is the blessing of the Lord, but it is connected to blessing him and ministering to God. It is connected to hosting the presence of God. Everybody say, Barak is the blessing of God of me to stand before God to bless Him, to praise Him, to stand as a priest. So when the Levites stood before God and they blessed Him and they praised Him, the Barak which was upon them, God released it through the words that they spoke to the Israelites. Are you with me? Are you with me? Abraham was qualified to declare Barak over his son because he had a covenant with God. He sacrificed the animals. He had a what? A covenantal blessing was upon Abraham. And because of the covenantal blessing, he was qualified to pass on the Barak because he was also ministering before the God. If you don't minister before God, you are not qualified to release a Barak over other people. <coughs> are you with me? Why are the fivefold qualified to release? Why are those who walk with God, when they say something, it happens, you can bless people? Because there is a covenantal blessing. There is a Barak blessing that comes upon your life when you minister before God. It can be just an ordinary believer who's not a fivefold, but he has a he has a close relationship with God. He walks with God. He has a he has an intimacy with God. God now gives him the right to release a blessing upon somebody. Some people they can just say something; it just falls to the ground. Some people they say something; it never falls to the ground. Why is that? Because let's everybody say minister before the Lord. The Ark of the Covenant here represents the presence of God. Amen. The Ark of Covenant represents the presence of God. To stand before the Lord to minister to Him and to bless His name. So you see here, before they are blessing somebody else, they are blessing His name. Amen. To this day, therefore, the Levi has no portion or inheritance with his brethren. Say Barak, to bless his name, to stand as a priest before him. Are you getting me? Okay, now, when the whole people of Israel came, they had a Levitical priesthood who were ministering before God, who were serving God and was blessing the name of God. And now they are also blessing the people. Amen. To release the covenantal blessings and the, release the words to the people. In God's kingdom, blessing is released through words. Everybody say blessing is released through words. Barak is released through words. Amen. Now, before the Barak of Lord comes upon your life, you must learn how to bless his name, glorify his name, magnify his name, walk in the presence of Jesus. Are you with me? How to minister before the Lord. 
You need to understand that you are a kingly priest. The Israelites had priests and they had kings. But now today we are what? Royal priesthood. We are kingly priests. We are kings and priests. We adore him. We bless his name. We also declare the blessing. And we also walk in authority and rulership. Amen. And when we understand these duality functions of being a royal priesthood, the barak of God will begin to function in your life. Amen. Now, Jesus also blessed the people. In Luke chapter 24 verse 50, we see that Jesus lifted up his hands and he baraked them. He blessed them. Amen. He blessed them. Now, this Levitical blessing the passing of the blessing, speaking of the blessing over the people of Israel continued until Jesus came. When Jesus came, he sort of changed the game a bit. He wanted each and every individual to walk in the blessing. Now let's see in 2 Samuel chapter 6. 2 Samuel chapter 6. I want you to continue just paying attention and you will get where I'm going. 2 Samuel chapter 6. Verse 11 onwards. 2 Samuel chapter 6 verse 11. If you're there, say Amen. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed Edom, the Kittites, three months. And the Lord baraked or blessed Obed Edom and all his household. You see here, God is what? Blessing. Barak is coming upon Obed Edom just because the Ark of the Covenant was in whose house? In Obed Edom's house. Amen. Praise the Lord. Number 12. Now it was told King David saying, The Lord has baraked the house of Obedidom and all that belongs to him. Wow. Because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidom to the city of David with gladness. Now you notice in the Old Testament, the barak or the blessing was connected to the ark of the covenant. Right? What does the ark of the covenant signify? The presence of God, right? So from this we can understand because the priests were serving before the Lord in the ark. Blessing his name. The parak was upon them to declare upon the people. Once the ark entered a normal person's house, God began to bless that person's house as well. Because in the Old Testament, the presence of God, manifest presence of God was not yet come upon people. It would only come and go in the Ark of the Covenant. So the Ark represented what? God's presence. So anytime you see in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of God, it is what? The presence of God. You understand? So it means... The moment Obed-Edom hosted the presence of God, 
the barak of God came upon Obedido. David noticed this and he said, <laughs> and he brought it to the city of David and God began to bless. So we have to understand a few things here. Number one, God gave the barak to from the beginning, let's go. Adam. Adam lost it and began to walk in the curse. His mind was corrupted. So he kept going back to the curse. Man didn't know what it was to walk in the blessing. Right? So now what God has to set up a system for man to walk in the fullness of God and the full blessing of God again. Because the whole world still curses are operating. So he wants man to come into a system. Right? So before there was no system. Man was just so pure and he was automatically in that system of walking in the blessing. Right? But now curses come in. There is a competitor. Now the competitor is there. You have to set up a system for you to keep your eyes off the curse, eyes off everything that you shouldn't be walking in and focus on what? On what God wants you to focus on. Right? So slowly God is setting up a system. What was the first system? The blessing of the firstborn. Patriarchal system. Everybody say patriarchal system. Okay. That was the patriarchal system was set up so that blessing could continue in the bloodline for a while. Okay. Everybody say the blessing of the firstborn. Today is there a blessing of a firstborn? No. Right. There is no blessing of a firstborn. Right. We are all Jesus is the firstborn, right? We are all sons of God through Jesus Christ. Amen. So we all partake of the blessing of the through Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, can I hear you say hallelujah? hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Can somebody read Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3? Ephesians 1 verse 3. Uh-huh. Blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Who has blessed us in every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, that is why I had to explain to you the patriarchal system of the firstborn blessing. Okay? So, God set up the firstborn blessing because He was going to send His only begotten Son, His firstborn, who will walk in the Barak. And he will include us all in the Barak of God through the system of firstborn. Amen. But in the Old Testament, it was a system that was passed on from generation to generation. Then God wanted to bless the whole nation. He set up what system next? Levitical system through the Levites. You understand? So now the Levites will stand and bless the Lord, minister before the Ark of the Covenant. What is the Ark of the Covenant? The presence of God. When they are ministering before the ark and before the presence, the blessing is upon them. The barak is upon them. So they are declaring. When the people brought their sacrifice, the priest would declare blessing and they will receive the blessing and they will go work in it. After a while, the blessing will reduce. It will go out of charge. They will come and recharge again, give a sacrifice and go back. 
Okay? They could never walk in the fullness. They had to always come back, go, come back, go, sin, come back, go. Are you with me? Then Jesus comes into the picture as the only begotten son. Amen. As the ark of God. That is why when Jesus walked into the synagogue, all eyes were on him. Because even though the Ark of the Covenant was in the temple, the presence has left many years ago. 400 years ago, presence left. Jesus comes carrying the presence of God and he had something different that they had not seen in the temple. They just could not recognize it. They just didn't know what kind of man is this, they said. They didn't know that this was the firstborn of God carrying the presence and the ark of God. The true ark of the covenant, the true ark of God had come to earth as a human being. Hallelujah. So when he went into the synagogue, all eyes were on him. They were wondering, who is this? There is something different about him. Then we all know the union of us with Christ. Death, burial and resurrection. How he included us into the reconciliation plan, right? Now what happened? He is the only begotten, right? When he died, we died. When he was buried, we were buried. When he was resurrected, we are resurrected. See, why is understanding union so important? To understand the blessing is upon us because we are also partakers of the divine nature of God. Amen? Through Christ Jesus. Now, when you became partakers of the divine nature, that is Jesus Christ, how do we become partakers? Because of the union. When he became flesh, we entered his flesh. We became one with him. When he died, all died. When he was buried, we were all buried. When he resurrected, we were all resurrected. So when God looks at us and he says, that is my firstborn. God looks at Isaac and he says, that's my firstborn. God looks at Joe and he says, that's my firstborn. He looks at each and every one of us and says, that's my firstborn. And the firstborn blessing now can come legally. Oh, legally it can come upon your life. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, every blessing that God will give Jesus belongs to you because you are in Christ Jesus now. The Barak is yours because you are in the blessing of God. Hallelujah. You don't have to go looking for a blessing. You have the blessing. Amen. You don't have to go ask pastor to pray for a blessing. You have the blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. You can. But still in the church, there is a system. What is the system now? The fivefold. The church. Now the five, my duty is to inform you that you can walk in the blessing without me releasing blessing upon your life. But at the same time, you understanding the fivefold ministry can also release blessing upon my life. Amen. So it is, it is not like ah, I am a lone tree who is going to be out there receiving the blessing. I'm part of the family through which the blessing flows. Amen. But I too can have a personal relationship with God and increase in my blessing. You understand what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, you should only come to me and I will bless you. That is extreme. The other extreme is, I don't need church. I can be alone and walk in the blessing. That is also another extreme. 
What is the right way to look at it? I am in the church. There is a barak that flows through the hierarchy God has set in this church. Amen. Through the family. Through what? The great shepherd, the under shepherd and the family of God. Right? So the family, I am the under shepherd. I am under Christ. So the anointing, the Bible says when the oil was poured upon Aaron's head, the oil went down his beard and down his robe. Right? So when God establishes a local church, what? The anointing flows from Jesus down. I don't have a beard, but you know, <laughs> basically goes to the church. You understand? There is a barak. There is a, there is a community blessing. There is a, there is a congregational blessing. There is an increase when we go to a church. There is a, there is a the corporate worship that we do to bless him. You understand? When we come to church, we're blessing God. We're worshipping Him. And there is a certain blessing that comes upon your life when you walk in that community. You understand? There is a family blessing. There is an increase. Together, we are walking towards one goal. We're walking towards the barak of God. There is one vision. You know, every season in life, God has given His word. And God begins to bless each and every one of you in that area. Amen? And we're seeing that happen over and over again. And, 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 and as we grow together, God is just taking us in that direction. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, 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 so I, I always tell God, God, I, 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 I don't know, but my quality of life needs to keep increasing. It needs to keep increasing because it, it, it has to set a standard. Amen. I tell God, I have to set a standard, you know, in everything that I do because I want everyone of my, of my family, of my people, of my children to walk in the same barak or more. Yeah. Barak, hallelujah. Everybody shout barak. It's upon my life. Hallelujah. So there is a community barak. There is a family barak that is released. And as I release blessing upon your life, you could receive the blessing. And then when you go and minister before God in your private place, in your private room, and you say, God, I bless you. I bless you. I just want to, I, I enjoyed the word in church. I received the prophetic word in church. But in my private study, in my private room, I want to grow. I want to increase. I want to know you. I want to walk in the blessing. I want to increase. There God is also doing and pouring into your own life. Hallelujah. Amen. We see in 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 17, Eli releasing the, 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 the barak upon Hannah. Hannah says, this is my prayer request. And uh, Eli says, go and it shall be well with you. And he, Hannah comes back pregnant. Hallelujah. Eli was, Eli was not the best of uh, priests, but yet the barak was passed on through Eli because of the covenantal blessing of the Levites. Amen. But in the New Testament... Paul stands before the church and he gives a benediction. Barak is a benediction. The blessing of the Lord is upon you. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. Let's go back to Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. The blessing of the Lord maketh one rich and it adds no sorrow. When you walk in the blessing, you realize one thing. What God told Adam, you shall keep the garden. You will till it. You will not, you will not what? Toil. Amen. When you toil, you have not yet come into the barak. In some areas of my life, I said, God, I need the barak to come there. I want the barak to flow there. Inching its way, working its way into my prosperity. Inching its way, working its way into my workplace. Inching its way, working its way into every area of life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
And I can see that in my workplace. I don't care what I do. I just do what I do because I know the Barak is working in my life. Hallelujah. And recently my boss came and said to me, Sam, it looks like we need to give you more responsibilities. But it looks like, but, but I was just thinking, I just joined like a very normal guy. But the way things are happening and working out, uh, it's like the Barak is upon me. The favor is upon me. It just has to happen. Hallelujah. I don't care how the job looks on the outside because the Barak is upon my life. It will just, it'll just work its way through. It will just uh, it'll work its way through. And it will just have a way of blessing you. It has a way of prospering you. It has a way of setting you apart. Hallelujah. Because the Barak is upon your life. And I have a testimony to share. And I cannot but share this testimony. I know most of you know this. But I have to share this. Recently you all know. We've been looking for a house since January. Right? What I did. I applied and applied. applied in this area. Nothing got worked out. And then my wife said. I think we need to move. So I moved to Endover Hills. Nothing still. Then I moved a little further. Nothing still. And I kept applying. You would apply from nearly 30, 40 houses. Everything got rejected. I said, God, what type of testimony is this? I preach faith. I preach blessing. And I've got 30 rejections this time. Inspection after inspection after inspection. Week after weekend after weekend. Nothing was getting done. And I felt so embarrassed. And I was like, man. What is this? I was actually, I got to a point I got frustrated. I got frustrated that I called up my agent. I said, this, 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 this is what it is. Why is it? And then she goes, oh, it's because of your affordability. There's only this, that, and all those excuses they give. And, uh, you know, and uh, the landlord's not happy. This, this. I said, okay, can you help us out? They said, we will help you. We'll try everything for you. So now I started to depend on the agent to help me out with something. So I told her, I emailed her and I was like walking in there. And suddenly the Lord reminded me, do you want to walk in the blessing or do you want to depend on people's help? I said, yes, Lord, but sometimes people's help is needed, right? And the Lord said, depend on me. I said, okay. Then my wife and I, we were talking and we were praying. I told my wife, we've got to live by faith. We've got to move this into faith now. I'm tired of trying things in my own strength. I'm going to shift into gear. My shift my gear into faith. Everybody says shift into faith. Say shift into faith. When nothing is working for you and you've got nothing working for you, shift into faith. Amen. So I shifted into faith. And the last week, we're looking for a house. I'm like, where, how can I look? So my wife told me, you know, all these years, God has provided for us everything. This time it's a bit hard. It's going to happen. So we both stood. We prayed the last, last week. We prayed and we said, God, if not you, that's it. Time is running out. Got a, two, a few more weeks for us to vacate the house. We said, we're going to stand by faith. We're not going to ask a single person for help. It has to happen by faith. So both of us put our faith together. We stood, we prayed and that last week we said, it's faith or nothing else. That's it. It has to be a supernatural testimony or nothing else. Because every single time you came through supernaturally, this time also we wanted to come through supernaturally and we went. So my wife, what she does before we go for inspections, she will have a list of houses that she writes down. 
she will write down the timing in order in which we need to go inspect the houses she's very good at that and she will write down all the price on the side so we understand and know how much each and every house is so we went to the first house we didn't even go for the inspection it was too small we went to another place we saw that house we didn't like it and then we stopped the car and we're like i'm so tired i don't want to look at another house and then while we were stopping there i turned my head and i saw one man come out with a board and put house for sale price is this i looked to my wife and i said you want to go in there and check out what this house for sale is for she said yeah let's go so we both walked in we both walked in and we asked about and inquired about the house yeah you can close that we asked about the house and the guy told us about the house and suddenly everybody said suddenly faith began to increase in both of our hearts suddenly it was like i see god shifted my eyes and he said you can do this i looked to my wife and said we're going to buy a house next year amen we're going to buy and we're going to move to this area let's go see the house so we went to the house we saw the house nearly 30 40 people came for inspection we both looked at the house i asked her do you like it she said i love it i said i love it too we stood down we said we saw uh, uh, zavi was there as well we all three held held hands before other inspectors could inspect the inspecting people come father we decree and declare this is a house in jesus name amen we walked out we applied when i applied i asked her how much is it she said maybe 450 i don't know i looked at the price there was no price so i applied for the application and when i clicked on the application it said 375 not 450 I was like shocked. 375. That's so cheap. Within 2 days they got back and said they loved the our application, the owner loved the application and they wanted they said do you want to get the house? I said absolutely give it to me. And when I went to get the keys the agent told me. He said you're so lucky, you know. I said I'm blessed. I have the barak upon my life. He said many people wanted this house because there was a lease break and they couldn't increase the rent. they had to give you the rent which was a few years ago which was 375 he said usually this house would go for 450 but we giving it to you for 375 because we can't change the rent i said wow thank you in my heart i was like the barak is working hallelujah when the barak is upon your life that's how god works amen i cannot i cannot there's nothing that can happen upon my life except be blessed amen there is no other alternative for your life everybody say i have no excuse i will be blessed i say i have no escape blessing will follow me hallelujah barak will overflow in your life amen when it does the house 450 getting for 375 what is it it is a result of barak upon my life the house will i'm going there the house will be like yeah i want to be yours you understand it will be like that you want to go see a car you go see the car the car says oh, pick me i want to be yours 
The application will work on your behalf. Amen? The visas, everything that you, you, you put your, your hand into, it will become gold. That's what happened to Jacob. You understand? Because he received the blessing. That guy was a liar. That guy was a crook. But what happened? <laughs> the blessing was following him. So even when Laban tried to fool him and cheat him, oh, he got blessed. He got blessed. He got blessed. Amen? Amen? Even if you have the worst boss, you would be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen? Even if they don't like you at work, you will be blessed in Jesus' name. Even if it doesn't work out for you, it will work out for you in Jesus' name. Because the world system will have to bow down and bend its feet to Barak. Curse is not greater than the blessing. Sometimes we are too afraid of curses. But the blessing is bigger and greater than the the curse. You understand? See, in our mind, oh, curse. Right? We, we, oh, curse. Oh. But if you walk in blessing, what can curse do to you? You need to neutralize curses. Everybody say, blessing. Yes. See, the barak of God. Say, the barak of God barak neutralizes, curses. neutralizes curses. That's it. If you understand this, curses can come. Arrows can come. They will get broken. They will deflect and go back to the center. People can curse you with words. It will go back to them. The king called Balaam and said, Go curse the people. <laughs> no, 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 no. What are you saying? The Barak is upon the Israelites. I cannot curse them. The king was waiting for him to curse. He said, I bless you. What do you do, man? I paid you money to curse them. What do you do? I can't help it. I can't help it. Amen. When the Barak is upon your life, God raised up a donkey to prophesy to Balaam, the prophet. Hallelujah. When your boss is deciding to do something bad to you or fire you at work, the blessing is working for you. Suddenly in the middle of the night, his wife will have a fight with him and he'll change his mind. Hallelujah. If God can raise up a donkey to talk to Balaam, God will raise up a wife in the middle of the night to talk to your boss and change his mind. Are you with me? Or, or something will happen in the situation that will change. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't have to walk in fear. You walk in faith. Say this, the Barak is upon my life. Hallelujah. I am living above the curse. Amen. The curse cannot touch you. When we understand this, when we understand this, the Barak of God, things begin to go to another realm. We walk on another realm. You don't look at the market. You don't look at the economic situation of the world that we live in. Prosperity will follow you regardless. You will get the house regardless. Even if you can't afford it, the market will bend for you to, you, for you to afford it. It is just based on how much are you willing to trust God. How much are you willing to have faith in God? How much are you willing to have believe that Barak is upon your life? Amen? Let's rise to our feet. Father, we bless you. Come on, lift up those hands and begin to bless him. Give him some Barak. Give him some Baraka. Just begin to bless him. Begins to glorify his name. Begin to bless his name and say, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we glorify your name. You alone, we give you all the barak, we give you all the glory, we bless your name, O Lord. 
Father, we bless your name. The barak is upon my life. The blessing is upon my life. I walk by faith knowing that I'm walking in the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord shall make me rich and add no sorrow, Lord Father. We bless you. We thank you. We glorify your name, O Lord. We bless you. Now lift up those hands. I'm going to release a prophetic blessing, a priestly blessing over your life. Father, for those who are here listening to the podcast, wherever they are from, Whatever part of the world they are from, even to our children who are in this church right now, I release the barak of God upon your life. The overflowing blessing of God, I release it upon your life. May you grow from strength to strength, glory to glory. I especially release an increased prosperity. I especially release an increased blessing of prosperity. Money will flow into your life. Money will flow. Follow you wherever you go. An increase of financial freedom. An increase of wealth over your life. An increase of wealth. I speak wealth. I speak wealth. I speak land. I speak houses. I speak cars. I speak, I speak an increase in every area. You shall never lack in your life in Jesus' name. You shall always eat good food. You shall always wear good clothes. You shall always live in good homes. And you shall always have good jobs. And you will never walk in the curse. You will never walk in lack. You will walk in blessing. You will walk in abundance. You will walk in increase. The barak is upon your life. And I release it as a prophetic blessing over your life. In the name of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with each and every one of us for now and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.